This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by one of the most accomplished physicians that I know, uh, Dr. Shika Jane. Dr. Jane does so many things. She'll tell us about them. She's an expert, sort of uh, triple-boarded, gastroenterology, oncology, and and more. And she'll talk to us about the Woman in Medicine Summit. She's a tremendous role model and leader. Dr. Jane, tell us a bit about yourself. And more importantly, tell us about the Woman in Medicine Summit and, 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 and a little bit about that. Thanks so much, Scott, for your very kind introduction. So um, I am a GI oncologist. I am triple board certified in medicine, hematology, and oncology. And I'm also the founder and chair of a big conference that happens once a year called the Women in Medicine Summit. Um, It's a CME conference that exists uh, this year, unfortunately, in the virtual space. It was in person a couple of years ago. And the conference is two days long, and it is made up of both uh, lectures as well as breakouts, workshops, mentorship sessions, networking opportunities. So it's a very uh, robust faculty list. Sort of what inspired this effort and and what do you, does it inspire you? How have you become so engaged in this? Tell us a little bit more. There's a lot of reasons why I'm so uh, involved in this type of work and these types of initiatives. So as a woman in medicine, I have faced my own challenges and barriers, and I've seen a lot of other women navigate paths where they aren't able to achieve the successes that I think they deserve. A lot of women have shared very similar stories to what I've heard from uh, from women really across the, the sphere, whether it's um, in trainees or in senior faculty. And so to me, it makes sense to have a way for all of these women to get together and create not only networks and sponsorship and mentoring opportunities, but also provide some education on how to navigate some of these very challenging situations that women in medicine often face. And, 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 and speak a little bit about other women that inspire you. Who inspires you? And, and, and how so? Who, who do you look up to? Who's a role model? Who inspires you? Whether someone you know personally or someone that is a public figure, what and who inspires you? There's a lot of people who inspire me in my personal and professional life and as well as some public figures. I'm very inspired by members of my own family. My father um, you know, came to the United States as an immigrant many years ago and became a very successful vascular surgeon. And Throughout all of his life and his career, he has always been a huge advocate for women, and for me especially. He, I call him my original C for G, because he has shown me how you can really advocate and amplify others. And so I really am inspired by him and everything he's been able to accomplish. There are several women who are doing very similar work in this space. Um, people like Dr. Julie Silver, Dr. Vinny Aurora, Dr. Reshma Jagsi, all three of them are really powerhouse women in medicine who not only have been very successful in their own careers, but they've really gone out of their way to make sure that they are lifting as they rise and they're bringing other people up as they also excel in their own careers. They also do quite a bit of work in the equity space to make sure that we are not only documenting the challenges that exist, but also coming up with solutions and ways to make the system better. 
Um, of course, there are a lot of women out there who are doing great work in the equity space, both in healthcare and outside of healthcare. Melinda Gates has given quite a bit of uh, financial uh, relief and benefits to a lot of organizations doing similar work. So I think she's very inspiring. I think Michelle Obama is the epitome of lifting as you rise and showing the power of mentorship and really um, helping others succeed and do what they need to do to become the best they can be. So I think there's a lot of really impressive people out there who are doing incredible work, both in the equity space and then also showing how to be effective mentors and really helping sponsor others to become the best that they can be in their careers. Do you ever talk to your father and say to your dad, look, dad, you're a magnificent vascular surgeon, but I'm triple boarded. So there. You never say that to him, I take it. <laughs> I actually have. And I will tell you, my husband is double boarded. My father is double boarded. So when I became triple boarded, I told them, I said, I'm the only one in the family with three board exam certification. So I don't think any of you can top that. And they all laughed and they said, you are absolutely correct. So I definitely rub it in both my husband and my father's face. <laughs> that is actually extremely healthy for women's empowerment as well, isn't it? I think it is. And I think it's also really healthy in the fact that they they don't take it as, as an insult. They take it as a, a point of pride that um, that I've been able to achieve this. And, and to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't have been able to achieve it without their support and their help. So it really requires, in order for people in general to be successful, you need to have a good support team with you. And um, I have that luckily in my family and my friends. Thank you so much. And, and Dr. Jane, talk a little bit about Women in Medicine Summit. When you think about maybe the three top subjects that are talked about or, 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 or the two to four, what are, what are the top discussion points at a Women in Medicine Summit? Is it is it about issues that women face in the workplace? Is it about equal pay? Is it about just thriving as, as a woman leader? What, what are the course uh, people talk about? COVID and working through COVID, what are the big subjects that people talk about today at, at the Women in Medicine Summit? So we talk about a lot of things. I think, you know, one of the things, obviously, with the last year and a half, we talk about navigating uh, leadership and life and professional life in a crisis or in times of uh, of challenge, which I think the pandemic has been very clear that we need a lot more education on how to navigate life in challenging times. And that actually translates to just being a healthcare worker in general and learning how to have that resilience and knowing how to advocate for yourself and how to use your voice. Um, the second thing we talk a lot about is leadership and how to be a successful leader, how to use your voice to amplify your message and also amplify others. We talk about negotiation because a lot of times um, women aren't paid as much. They aren't given the same opportunities for promotions. They aren't put on the board. They aren't sponsored as much. So we talk quite a bit about negotiating for yourself and also negotiating for others. Um, we also focus quite a bit on allyship and the importance of both men and women and non-binary individuals and, and really everyone being at the table when talking about these types of topics and coming up with solutions because we know nothing is going to change unless everyone is at the table and everyone is looking for solutions and intentional strategies. So we talk about a lot of different ways that you can use your voice to make a change. And we also talk about identifying problems and how to address them in the moment. So we send people home, not only feeling empowered, but also with toolkits and skill sets that they did not have when they came in. How important is it when you see increasingly women as CEOs, women as chairs of departments, 
How important is that to a better cultured institutions? I think it's incredibly important. And it's not just me saying it. It's not just anecdotal. It's actually there's evidence behind it where we found organizations that have more heterogeneous leadership, organizations that have the um, the people at the top are representative of the people who are in the working um, space. We see that those in, those companies actually end up making more revenue. They have higher retention. They have um, better uh, employee engagement. They have better outcomes. So we've seen across the board that by having leadership that is more diverse and representative of diverse voices, we see the trickle-down effect where the institution actually ends up doing better, both by financially and reputation wise. So it's not only the ethical and right thing to do to have equity at every level of leadership, but it also is give the added benefit of improving the overall institution in many different ways. And, and talk about this year, Dr. Jane, you do so many things. What are you most focused on and excited about this year? So I'm really excited about the summit this year because our speakers are just phenomenal. I mean, we have people like Dr. Kimberly Manning and Dr. Helen Burstyn, whose voices have been so powerful throughout this pandemic and such strong leaders. We have Dr. Alice Chen, who has been phenomenal when it comes to COVID education and really getting out um, messaging. I think that there's there's really a need for this type of programming. There was a need before, but we've seen in the last year and a half how much these communities of physicians coming together are so important. We need to work on reminding everyone why they love the field they went into. Why do they love medicine? Why are they doing what they're doing? And then how can they get the most out of their careers? How can they be satisfied in what they're doing professionally while not sacrificing their personal lives? I think there's a lot to be said for realizing that this last year and a half has really put everybody um, through the ringer. We've had a really, really difficult time. Everyone has had a tough time, but especially for those working in the healthcare space. So an event like this is something that can really bring people together, remind us that these communities exist, even though we can't necessarily be physically together, and allow people to reconnect and get revitalized and reignite their passion for medicine and for this type of work. Dr. Jane, I want to thank you as always for joining us. Where can people learn more about the Women in Medicine Summit? Is there a place online they can learn more about it? Can they Google Women in Medicine Summit? Where do people learn more about it? They can. So our website is womeninmedicinesummit.org. Um, if they go to any social media platform, so Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, our handle is at WIM Summit. So you can find us at any of those locations. And um, we also have uh, an email address where if anybody's interested in emailing us, it's summit 2019 at gmail.com. Dr. Jane, thank you as always. And continued good luck with everything you do. Just fantastic. And, and don't forget when you get home tonight to remind everybody, three boards to their two. <laughs> I will make sure to remind them of that today. <laughs> and it's my fault. Thank you very, very much for joining us. You're always a pleasure to visit with just a fantastic leader. Thank you very, very much. Thanks so much, Scott.